Hello, hello. It is Christine Conti. And Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And a microphone. We're where it's at. Welcome, welcome. It is episode what? Seven. Holy moly. Seven. Seven is amazing. Seven deadly sins. I was going to say, I think we fight the Russian in this one. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens. But we are we are back. <laughs> sequel, sequel, sequel. And, okay, I got in here today, and Brian had gigantic headphones for us. Wait till you see the picture that we're going to post of what we look like when we podcast. I mean, we got the poster now. We got the, uh, we got the microphones. We got headphones. It's like we actually know what we're doing. Yeah, we were faking it until we make it. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Just like in the gym, I say I'm gonna love you till you can love yourself. We're gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna love it and love it and love it until we, until we can actually love ourselves over this stuff. But uh, so far, so good. I think I've, I've had positive response from from a lot of people. People have been digging it. People like it when we get real. And we're gonna get really real today too, oh, in a little man. bit. And we're gonna cut ourselves off. We already decided we had a pre-conference, a pre-con, and we're gonna cut ourselves off at like thirty minutes or so today because there's gonna be a follow-up to this. There has to be, and we can't wait to share the topic today. <laughs> but before we get to the topic, we always recap. And last week, after we finished talking about porta potties <laughs> and the. Knowing where they all are on race courses. And saving grace as runners, the porta potty can be. I actually just got the Chicago Marathon race course map because that's the next race I'm running. And what's the first thing I looked for? Where are the porta potties? And we're down that path again. <laughs> Needless to say, we switched very interestingly enough um, over to kids and sports. And we talked about um, when it was too early to sports specify, start training. Brian, you talked a little bit about. Just, uh, you know, some of the funny things that parents would ask me to train as, the, you know, their kids and, and, and how they, um, you know, they like to, uh, you know, try and make their kids professionals as soon as possible. Uh, so some of those things. Um, what else do we talk about? I'm still working on being a professional at yeah. something at yeah. this point. Um, we <laughs> Podcaster. About, yeah. We talked about lifting. Um, what right. is it? You know, what is appropriate? What ages are appropriate to lift? Um, heavy weights, things like that. Um, you know, it, you don't have to be 10 years old trying to hang clean push press 250 right. pounds. Right. I mean, what is the purpose? And we went back to, like we do every podcast, what is your why? And why? What is the reason you're 10 years old throwing 200 pounds over your head? If you can give me a good answer, <laughs> please, please call us up. Come on down here. Right. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it, you know, exactly. What are we doing, what we're, what we're doing, and, you know, what's the reason for it? Is it, is it to make us better uh, at this sport? Is it, make, is it to make us better at, an, you know, that sport? You know, what, what's the reason be, behind it? Um, you know, anybody can do anything and in the name of exercise or fitness, uh, young and old. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 is it going to make us get better and progress as an, an athlete for this sport you know pretty simply all right so piggybacking off of what we talked about last week about kids and sports and and parents and people have dreams and they want to go to college and they want to get a scholarship and what's realistic and we talked about how many you know what's the percentage of people actually going pro um you know what it's great to have people even that that GoPro and you look up to them and they do give you some sort of motivation to, I don't know, work harder in life, have good work ethics, something to really, I mean, even amuse you sit back and watch someone's real raw talent or what they can accomplish. And we were talking about what we we're going to talk about this week. And I threw out there, I said, well, let's, what if we take a look at athletes and role models and, and talk about, are athletes good role models? And I know we are totally opening up a major can of worms right now. Huge. <laughs> like they're jumping all over there down your shirt. It's getting itchy. And But I think this is something really important because we always look to the elites. You look to people in the Olympics. You look to pros. And you're like, wow, they're so amazing. And I think it's important. I mean, even as athletes, as people in the fitness industry, um, as children, 
something to work towards. I mean, if, if you're not working towards a goal or sure. you're, you know, there's nothing wrong with looking at someone and saying, wow, I want to emulate what they do. Sure. If it's positive. Right. So, um, you know, I'm going to ask you, Brian, first, what are your thoughts on athletes as role models? Should you use them? Are they good role models? I know there's many I, parts I, to I, this. I, yeah, no, there's, there's definitely many parts to this. I mean, my initial answer is no, um, because more than anything they're they're human beings and they're flawed and and they and they don't necessarily uh you know they it's very difficult for somebody to compare themselves to anybody else especially for a young kid to to compare themselves to something somebody that they see on television doing something at an extremely high level it's completely influential influential on our kids and even adults and the star power of athletes and you know really we're looking at it it's a very um uh you know it's a problem with society i believe you know we we we're, we're keeping up with the kardashians and we're you know we're watching all these uh you know we want to be like mike and you know it's the way that it's presented to us and it's shoved down our throats and these kids watch it and they watch it and they want and they and they 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 adore these people and they admire them and they emulate them and I think that what happens more often than not is that these people let them down. Maybe not athletically, but definitely, you know, socially and, and, and just in their in their behavior, they, you know, they, their influence is so big that sometimes that bad influence spills over into things that, you know, people, kids, anybody just really shouldn't emulate. Uh, I think that one of the things that happens is that they get put on that pedestal and the kids are looking up to them. Um, you know, the, it's, sometimes it's just a matter of how good they are and their style of play and how cool it is or in a way how they can relate to uh, certain athletes or players based on maybe their size or maybe, you know, it's their favorite team or they, whether they bought the jersey or their parents got them the jersey for Christmas. Uh, I'll get into that later. Um, but, you know, these people all live lives where they're, just as fragile as, as we are. And one misstep can really, you know, kind of uh, ruin the whole thing. If you get into a situation where you're looking at how they work and how they plan and how they prepare and how they practice and how they got to where they've, they've gotten to, you know, maybe that there's some things that you can definitely look at. The problem with that is if you do the same exact thing that you, that these people actually do, uh, then you're not guaranteed anywhere near the same results. Um, you know, it's it doesn't equate that way. It doesn't translate into your ability. Uh, you can do everything exactly the same as J.J. Watt does, but if you aren't as big as J.J. Watt or, may, you know, have the DNA of J.J. Watt or, uh, you know, just to use an example, um, he seems to be a pretty good one, and he's one who definitely puts his stuff out there, workouts and whatnot, um, you know, he's an incredible, incredibly gifted, gigantic athlete that, you know, my kids <laughs> at uh, my boys, I'm five foot seven, uh, you know, will never, ever get anywhere near, uh, you know. So it's just um, it's a really weird situation. It's definitely shoved down our throats. I mean, these people are celebrities and these kids want to be celebrities, too. They see the millions of dollars. They see the fast cars. Right. They see the Instagrams. Uh, you know, my kids are still a little bit young for that, but uh, they, you know, it only gets worse, I imagine, as you get older. You know, everybody's got to have the Beats by Dre. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's got to uh, wear a headband like LeBron. They got to shoot jumpers like Steph Curry. They got to, um, you know, uh, catch one-handed like Odell. You know, these are just things that you're seeing over and over and over again. And, um, you know, to me, the role model are they good role models? No, I, I don't think in any way. Um, you know, unless we kind of look at how they got there and find out what they're all about before maybe they got there. See, it's interesting you say that because I take the I take the other side of I always thought of you know athletes as these these people who set the set the tone for right. us. I guess as a you know as I was younger, I had older sisters. Yes, they were my role models. They weren't pro athletes, although I thought of them as pro athletes as they played in college and but you know, I looked at people of coming from volleyball and I remember Karch Karai yeah. was playing in you know, in the Olympics and then on the beach and um oh my gosh, like Gabriel Reese and the these people were just amazing, kind of right. mavericks and 
Um, and it was their work ethic that I really would look at. Um, and that's something, you know, even growing up, um, you know, very famous, you know, Michael Jordan, even right. how many people, how many kids picked up a basketball? I mean, look at Chicago. Almost every house in Chicago has a basketball net. Oh, it's yeah. very bizarre. Like I, I never realized it until my sister moved out there, but that I feel like is very positive. So yes, I know people are flawed. We're all, you know, we've all got our issues, so to say. Sure. Um, but I really do believe that there are people out there that are, that are going to motivate you. I mean, kids are out there playing basketball because they wanted to be like Mike. Right. And I mean, it was crazy. I, I, I mean, right. that was my, my, you know, my age. I was, I was nine years old right. and, you know, 10 years old in 1985. And, 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 you know, I mean, we had kids showing up at basketball tryouts with a little knee sleeve on with the top rolled over. It was black, and then it had the little top rolled mm-hmm. over, and it was red on top because that's where Mike wore it. And their kids were sticking their tongues out, and they were spreading their legs open when they, you know, went up for layups because that's where Mike did it. Right. And that's the way, you know, that, that, that every, you know. And, you know, for better or worse, you know, they're out there, and we look at them, right? For better or worse, we are, we are um, you know, we're definitely um, – inspired by them or we're you know we're we're influenced by them uh, i guess is the best word for better or worse i think it's important too we talked about a little bit with parents last week and you'd said about buying jerseys and whatnot right so how you know how brian was saying well you know we need to look at the whole person right you could you could be work really hard at practice or do you not work really hard at practice you just show up to the game and you're naturally gifted that doesn't teach anyone anything. That's not really a good role model. Right. Um, just having raw talent and never caring or not right. being a good team player. Um, again, on the other hand, you've got people who work super hard and are pristine athletes and great role models. And right. like I said, I always, I'm a New Yorker. I mean, I was Derek Jeter all the way. I always looked, I was not that I wanted it, but you're always waiting for like, okay, what, where's his Achilles heel here? Right. Like, well, what is he going to do wrong? Who's going to take a picture of him? Like It was so perfect. Do, and I'm like, what is either, I don't know if he's, maybe he doesn't even exist. He's just like an enigma. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was perfect. It, he never said anything wrong. He always did everything right. He played well. His enemy, the, 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 you know, the team, the Red Sox fans hated him. It was perfect. It was central casting. Tom Brady's the same way. But, you know, what can you say wrong about the guy? I mean. <laughs> people try. You they, know? I mean. But I, I had no that exact I had that right? exact conversation with a fan in Fenway Park, and the guy was telling his kid, you know, it was great. We were sitting a row in front of me, and and he was telling his kid about how Jeter is a hot dog, and he does this jump stop throw, and everything is like, you know, he does that, he doesn't have to do that. And then we were talking, and and I got to talking with him, and and um, it was right after the Giants beat the Patriots in the first Super Bowl, and I said, you're gonna hate me because I'm a Giants fan right. too, and I said, and I I said, do you ever compare like Brady and Jeter? Like they're kind of the same thing, you know? They got this thing going on where they're very good, you know. They always kind of do the right thing at the right time on mm-hmm. the field, whether it's a touchdown pass or the you know the shovel pass play, you know, in the in the playoff game and whatever. Uh, and you know, and they you know they they they're great captains. They're great. The media they always mm-hmm. you know like. And uh, I, th- I think I think he didn't see it as <laughs> the same way that I saw it. But I was in Fenway, so I guess I'll take it for what it is. Yeah, you you just have to play yeah. the role when when we yeah yeah we've been I'm in Fenway a couple yeah. times and you're just like yeah you just, you know, don't want to get beat it was, up. It was actually Fine. a great experience. We uh, we had we had uh, good seats and there were probably like more corporate seats than than you know in with the fans. If I was in the bleachers, I think that story would have gone a little bit different. You're not bleachers, but you know the outfield seats, but. Uh, yeah, it was you know the guy. The guy was good, and he was with his f- family, and we, we and I was with my family, or my brother, and we were having a good time. So it was uh, you know pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, that's uh, neither here nor there. But you know, it, it's one of those things where you know these people are huge stars, and they're celebrities, and they affect the way that my you know my kids watching a game. They want a Steph Curry hat. They want the ball. They want the Steph Curry ball, and they want to shoot fifty foot jumpers as soon as they walk in the gym. You know, like it's like, and you know they're young. It's I gonna work towards. Yeah, it's I fine. say, guys, the better shot is closer to the hoop. You know, like we, you know, again for better or worse. Same thing. Odell one handed grabs. You know, I was doing no look passes like Magic Johnson, right? I had a, wanted to smile big like Magic Johnson, right? 
And then some news came out about Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. Like, these people are humans. They live in glass houses. I think the worst thing that we can kind of do is set them up to on that pedestal because the only place you got near, you can go from there is down. Um, and it's just, you know, it's, it's hard. I guess it's like a hard lesson to learn. But, you know, I, I think it if you're looking for fundamentals and if you're looking to make progress and you're looking to grow as a kid in sports – uh, you know, the best of the best might not be the way to go. It's interesting. They yeah. always say that um, the best players don't make the best coaches. Yes. Which I always think that's a, that was a really interesting thing to understand right. that, you know, you may idolize this person and they're the best of the best and then they go to coach and they don't understand why people don't just naturally have that ability. It's hard for them. Very difficult. Um and I do want to go back to parents and I, and I want to, you know, get into this a little bit of how we can see we're a little bit older now, some of us in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can kind of see that, that whole person of that athlete when you're younger, you don't see it. Like you said, we, right. we build them up on a pedestal. Is that the job of the parent to have to sit your kid down? I, I know there's a couple times and I'm going to ask you, um, a couple times in my life, even I've looked at athletes and been like, "They're so awesome! I'm that's so amazing! Look at Lance Armstrong." <laughs> I was like, "This I guy had is that amazing. guy sniffed out from a mile away." This guy's amazing, blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, it comes out. He does this and this and that. Well, wh whoa! Wait, yeah. wait, what? Like you're? I'm not a fan of that man. Well, it, it's interesting because is it the parents' job now to to sit down and say, right. "Okay, well, this is what was going on." However. Let's talk about this. You're a pro athlete. I'll open up this can right now yeah. too. You're a athlete. You make your money by performing millions of contracts, right? Right. So, and I've I've literally had this conversation many times in my lifetime. What would it be if it was you? If you had the opportunity to, you know, overcome an injury or not get hurt or heal faster or be faster or perform better, right? And you had millions of dollars on the line, right? Maybe they did test for something yeah. and it was new. You could try it out. Would you do it? Well, most likely, yeah. almost every single person would raise their hand. And I'm not for steroids or drugs or anything. Right. Don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's, but, that's what was the case with Major League Baseball. And that's when they did that anonymous test where they, you know, they said the, the results will never come out. And they, they looked and there was no testing at the time and they were all doing it. Everybody was, was, was doing it. So, yeah, I mean, there's your answer. There's another poll that was out at one point that said, you know, they, they, they questioned, it was a poll of uh, people that are training for the Olympics or in Olympic development mm -hmm. teams. And one of the questions was, would you do performance enhancing drugs without getting caught and, and you would, you're guaranteed to win a medal, but you're also guaranteed to last to live no longer than 20 years past the date that you won the medal. And they all said they do overwhelming. it. Overwhelming. It was like that's overwhelming. All you know. that's I'm going to find that. I don't know the exact number off my head. I'm going to find it, and I'll post it underneath this uh, on our Facebook page for, for Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone. And it was like off the charts. Everybody said that they would do it because they're in that thing where, like, the only thing that matters to right. them is an Olympic gold medal. It was gymnasts. It was swimmers. It was, like, track and field athletes. You don't know anything else. That's yeah. your world. If your yeah. world is destroyed, yeah. what do you – like, they don't right. see another job or kids or wife or whatever. It's such tunnel vision. Tour de France, track and field. It's all real dirty, 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 dirty it, spots. It's frightening to – it's really frightening to think about. It's crazy. I, I mean, I think that, you know, kids and, and athletes, it's it's almost like everything else nowadays. You don't just don't know what to believe anymore. Like, what's real? Like, what is real? Like, you know, they, everyone was saying, oh, it's a good thing we have A-Rod because, you know, uh, Bonds and, and Maguire and, all, and Sosa, those guys are all dirty. And, and now, you know, good thing we have A-Rod. We're going to have a real home run champion. And then, yeah, sure enough. I didn't let my kids wear the A-Rod jerseys after a while. I, th I threw them away. Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't let them do it. I'm on the fence right now about Odell. Here's the other thing <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm curious about. Is everyone on something, yet we just don't test for everything yet? That is the biggest thing that I think about because it seems like in this whole world of 
take this protein powder, take right. this pill, take this, this. Hey, um, no offense. I've been dehydrated before where I've gotten you know, an IV. Sure. Right? And that IV makes you feel like a million dollars. Oh, yeah. A million dollars. Oh, yeah. Like after I run a marathon, I'm like, can I just have the IV bag? <laughs> like I'm good, but can you just because I know it's crazy. how good it makes you feel yeah. to be totally hydrated right. again. I mean, people go on the sideline of NFL games and they get their IV. Yeah, half time. Back out. It's performance it, enhancing. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it, it, Gatorade is performance enhancing. If you set me out on a marathon, a half marathon without it, I'm not going to perform as well. Now, what is it? And what are the ingredients? Are they, you know, what's, was it within the rules and things like that? You know, of course, uh, you know, I, I, I run a clean game. Uh, but, you know, it's, there's, there is some, you know, what, what's, where's the line drawn? I mean, what you're seeing now is just that the chemists are just better than the tests. And until the tests catch up, then the chemists are still ahead of the tests. And you just, you know, further on down the line, you see it in track and field all the time. That's why they're saving tests now and they're using things like um marion jones that broke my heart she was that one broke my heart she was one that I'm just broke lie. your heart i yeah i'm, I'm all for the yeah. like woman in power and then i'm like marion really yeah and she was she, she was a runner obviously that was right i think she, she was, was everything she banned was, she's banned now oh, like yeah. for yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. she served jail time she was uh she testified <sighs> but her her coach at that time is still a USATF eligible coach. How does that happen? He's had two bands, I think, and I think he's still back in. So yeah, you know, it's 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 funny, and and you know, you look at you look at all this stuff, and and a lot of them, a lot of athletes, like you said, there's a lot of money on the line, and a lot of the athletes will look at it and say, I know the guy next to me's doing it, mm-hmm. right? So I think I have to do it, and you know I only have a short window of opportunity here. I mean, baseball especially. I mean, you you talk about the difference between a Triple A player or a minor league player and a and a professional player and salary and how hard it is to get there. People are really going to go. You know, they're going to do something. It's not normal how fast people rebound from injuries. Yeah, that's not normal. I'm going to just throw that out there. Right. That there's just something like All right. You, wait, you, you just tore your ACL, and now three weeks later, you're 100%. You're back on the field in any sport. Yeah. What? I mean, that's that's rare. I mean, they, they, they uh, some of those things, meniscus and, and things like that, they'll they'll repair pretty quickly nowadays. But, you know, then again, they have the best of the best. They have the, you know, they have the, the, the you know, chambers, oxygenated chambers and things like that. It's like, like Captain America yeah. is what I'm thinking at yeah. this point. Like, yeah. what, is, what is it? Is it superhuman power? Because I want it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and some people never rebound. You know, you see some people that are just that are just never the same. You know, bad backs and bad knees and things like that. You know, it's, and it's a shame. Uh, but you know, I, I think we we went on a little tangent there. But you know, it's just one of those things. It's just another flaw in a human being that you know we can present these you know uh, these kids to to look up to as role models when reality is you know you've got people closer by parents teachers. Um, you know, that A, they're going to see a whole lot more of, right? Which B, leads to the larger amount of influence that they can actually have on these people, you know? My kid has a bad day at school. Um, you know, Aaron Judge isn't going to give him a ring and give him a pep talk, That'd you be know? Cool. It would be cool. <laughs> he's, he's a, you know, look, it's... Uh, Aaron, do you hear us right now? Yeah, Aaron, <laughs> my kid <laughs> had a bad day at school. Uh, no, but, you know, it's it's like... It's it's like anything, you know. Like you 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 feel like you know them, you know. You f- the kids feel like they can, in a way, be like them, and it's you know it's just, it, it, and and then they begin to behave like them, and then you see kids, you know, there's a privileged, and they they feel like they can, you know, they they've got some entitlement, and uh, you know, there's nothing worse than I think like a teenage kid with entitlement. <laughs> I know issues. nothing about what you're talking about <laughs> after teaching for 15, 16 years. Like there years. anything worse than that? Like, you know, it's like, wow, you really think you're important, right? My kids are still young. I, 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 I really, I, I'm going to do my best. All right, guys, I'm going to really do my best. I'm putting myself out there a little bit. But so tell me this. Yeah. Are there jerseys or are there, what if, what if, um, one of your sons comes home, right? And he's like, right. 
dad, all I want is this jersey. O.J. Simpson jersey. Okay, there we go. There you go. All right. You said it. All I want is an O.J. Simpson jersey. There's so many connotations now that go along with that. (laughs) That is all I want for Christmas for I'm Rosh Hashanah. I'm gonna say Kwanzaa, no to OJ. For, but that is all they want now. So as a as a parent, are you <laughs> stepping in now and saying, you know what? I know that he was a great athlete. Right. Okay. There. There you go. There's no reason for them to but, have that. But uh, uh, he was I, extreme. That I, was a really extreme. Example. I really. I, want to throw that out there. I know. I know. That's why. But <laughs> I said that in humor. But I mean, really, look at it. I mean, my my kids love Odell Beckham. Okay. He's doing things on the football field right now that nobody else is doing. He's one-handed catches. He's amazing. He's you know he, he uh, his play is amazing. The Giants aren't any good without them. They love him. He catches a touchdown the other day, and he pretends he's a dog and he lifts his leg and he urinates. He's going to get fined, you know, pretending like he's urinating on the on the field. And he doesn't care. He That's doesn't the- care. They gave him a penalty on the play, and the Giants had to kick off at a you know they had to kick off like from the thirty, and gave the other team good field position. Right, he's hurting his team with his behavior. What's it? What was the impetus to that? Was there like a? It was a touchdown celebration. But no, like there, was there a backstory of the exact why he did that? Because I didn't hear that. Yes, he okay. claimed after somebody else claimed that it was something to do with everything else that's going on in America right now with the protests and the, oh, okay. and the president right. and everything else. I didn't know if there was something more specific. Which we can get into if you like. Oh, man. I, I have a, oh, man. You know, an opinion on it, obviously. Uh, but so now you've got a player, not only is he misbehaving and his actions aren't anything that I would ever want my son to behave with in public, I'd probably yank him off the field I'd if that beat, happened. beat my kid. Right. Publicly, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I think people would probably understand that. <laughs> But he's also not being a good teammate. He's affecting his team. In the post-game interview, they asked him about, you know, did you hurt your feet? And he, you know, did you hurt your team by having them penalized and kicking off from a different field? And he says, this is what I am. This is what I'm going to do. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But he says, and then he said something along the lines like, I don't care if my team kicks off from the five-yard line, which obviously is not good field position for the New York Giants on defense. And it's, you know, you're, 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 you're affecting your team. It's not somebody that I would want. Anybody, you know, in my family at least, anybody under my roof to uh, emulate, right? It's not what Derek Jeter would say. It's not what Tom Brady would say. It's not what some of these, you know, would, what some of these guys would, would say. Um, you know, it's just, it, it, it's, you know, so so what do you do? You know, what do you do? You kind of let them have their fun, right? They're kids. They enjoy the way he plays. He's got a pretty cool style and he's got you know he's pumped down you know our throats he's on tv and commercials and he's you know this and that he's got the hair and he's you know he's really good at what he does but so is he just a marketing tool now and not considered maybe a role model for people that's 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 my question i mean how how could we consider any of them to be really true role models like teachers are role models is a role model someone that I mean, and then we go back to defining this. Can you just be a role model for your sport? For you're on the field. I mean, again, that's well. Let me ask you this. But would, let me ask you this: Would you would you want to model that role? I I think there's. I think no one's perfect, but I think that. I mean, you could be a great athlete and just look right. at someone and say, "Wow, physically, what they can accomplish, raw talent and hard work." Yeah. Because again, all these people work really it's hard. So, it's such a strange but thing because a lot of it's a lot of it is is, is up to t- interpretation too. I mean, you have people that, you know, whether it's athletes or celebrities or you know movies and TV and music or whatever they do, some people stand up for things that they believe in, right? Which is something that I've always asked my children. To, you know, I, I I would like them to be assertive enough to really, you know, if they believe in something big enough. Uh, not you know, everyone's going to agree with right, you. Right, exactly. So so that's the thing. So so here you have somebody, you know, that it's it's up to interpretation. So maybe you have a, a, a actress who says, you know, this and she believes in it. And it's something that, you know, that you you know, some yeah. people half the people are going to say shut up. You're just an actress and other people are going to say, you know, what she's a good egg, you know, she's doing, you know, she believes in it and you know what, I believe in it too and she's right and you know, we can get behind that. 
you know it's it's strange it's strange you know it's like it's like it's just one of those interpretation things where there might not be any right or wrong uh it's just how we kind of absorb it um you know would i want my kid to play like a player of that caliber absolutely would i want him to lift his leg and urinate on the field no I don't care how old he is. I'm going down there. <laughs> I'm going down there, and we're gonna have a talk. I don't need. I don't need uh, uh, the coach to bench him. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, you know, and that's and, and and look in most sports and a lot of things. There, there, there's checks and balances. There's locker room. You know that, that you know somebody might say, hey, you know, you're making my job a whole lot harder by doing what you're doing with those antics. Knock it off. Somebody that gets to be you know like that, uh, you know that level, and is that good. There might be no getting to them. Has it always been like this, or you think it's more of a sense of entitlement and I'm above the laws or the rules? Or I mean, is that yeah. where that comes from? Because look, and I'm making all this money. I don't. I don't need you, right. team. I don't because I now have all of these right. endorsements and this right. and that, which we're currently still looking for. Um, <laughs> but I have all this. Right. So, is that where that came in? I mean, I I can't imagine that. The antics, some of the antics that go on today, look, look. have always gone on. I don't know. That yeah. maybe I'm naive about that. Maybe it's just more in the public. But why is it okay? Why is that okay? It's well, I think what it's. I think it's a. Sh- it's a shame because I think that somebody like that or somebody, you know, and and I'm we're slamming one person. It's not that one person. It's not just one sport. It's not just Rodman. one athlete. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Rodman played his ass off, though. Like you know, he was. They loved him on those teams. He was also absolutely nuts. And nuts. People would see him because he would be theatrical and like yeah. throw chairs, rip his shirt off. Yeah, and, I mean, look, he was he was a wacky dude. But he also addicted to drugs and alcohol and women uh, toward the yeah, end of his career. So again, I mean, yeah, a guy. You know, would you want him to play? Would you want somebody that you, you know? coached or trained or loved or lived with or you know was was yours to play like that heck yeah, yeah. but heck not. yeah the worm but the rest of you know like so there's i guess there's a given and, give and take with that but you know it's 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 really you know i'm not one that wants it to be stuffy i'm not a prude um, you know, I want there to be a little bit of fun forever. The NFL was the no fun league and they were, you know, not allowed to do this and that. And they had to, you know, have everything buttoned down. And, I like the and dances. Yeah. I do like the dances, the touchdown dances. I will, but not really the urination. Right. Issues. Right. There's all sorts of, you know, crotch grab and all that. I'm not a prude. <laughs> I'm not a prude. I can actually watch it and look past it because I'm an adult, you know, when, my kids are sitting watching the game with me, you know, and, and, and Barkley was the best. I mean, Barkley spit on fans. Charles Barkley was like, you know, the, the, the king. I actually have his quote right here because he, he was the one that said, I am not a role model, right? I mean, he said, I am not a role model. And but I, you're out there. It doesn't matter. Well, that was, that, was, oh, that was the argument to that. Breaks my heart. That was, he was right in a way. He was wrong in a way. Mm-hmm. I think that there's really no like in a vacuum. I'll read you the quote because I have it right here. He said, I'm not a role model. I'm not paid to be a role model. I'm paid to wreak havoc on the basketball court. Parents should be role models. Just because I dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your your child. So huh. I think that the thing, I mean, he's exactly right if you take it in that context. The opposite of that is you're not, it's not your choice. You're a public official. It's not your choice who admires you, right? You can behave in a certain way and he's right you shouldn't raise a child and 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 you know and i think the other thing that he says was you know like if you buy my sneakers you're not going to play basketball like me you're just going to have a really expensive pair of sneakers so you know it's 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 one of those things where it's kind of ironic it is i mean it's exactly true you know you know he's and look he's for better or worse he's a straight shooter i happen to enjoy the heck out of him because i think he's entertaining i Mm -hmm. think he's almost like a comedian uh he is a comedian i think he knows it but you know the the opposite end like i was saying is he doesn't necessarily get to decide who considers him a role model right so they can say that's not my job it's not my job to do this and that and you know unfortunately it's the people who are anonymous or or, you know sitting at home watching their sets that you know that that they take a liking to these kids you know to these people the kids or whatever 
and uh you know that's their guy and you know and and it's just it's it's um they do have, in my opinion, a responsibility to behave in a certain way. Not even getting into that other stuff that's going on right now. Um, but, you know, they have to... Actually, you know what? F it. <laughs> we get real? Go for it. We got a couple minutes before I, you have to play What the F, by the way. All right. In All right. three, two... One, Brian gets real. All right. I mean, so I, I, look, there's there's plenty that's going on right now with the flag and, and the, the protests and, and, and things like that. And um, in context, you need to recap this in case someone watches it in like 50 years. Right. We're in. Uh, we just got done. <laughs> Week three of the NFL. This it's, is 2017. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like people, uh, you know, the NFL players are, are protesting silently, uh, you know, in, in many ways. And they're taking a particular attack to you know to they they've taken a particular arena you know the flag and the national anthem and things like that and uh you know it's incredibly hot button and everybody's got an opinion on it and it's um you know it's 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 one of those things where i think more than anything we there's has to be empathy right when i talk to you like when we talk about how i when i coach when i'm health coaching people I have to put myself in other people's shoes. I have to be empathetic. I have to look at them and just kind of consider what are they, what is the protest about? What are they, uh, you know, what is the gripe? What is the, ang- you know, what, are, what are they, tr- why? what is their why? Exactly. Yeah. There you go. It always comes back to that. So what is their why? And can I understand the reason for them doing that? And my answer to that is absolutely. Um, you know, racism in this, in this country is, a thing it it's it, it exists if you ask anybody if racism exists in this country and their answer is anything but yes you, you know you, you kind of have to walk away <laughs> you're not dealing with with a, a rational person um you know racism and inequality is is most definitely something that happens in my neighborhood uh you know it, it's something that happens throughout the country and you know i've got i've, I've got friends of mine who have been pulled over and they're of color and, 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 you know, and it's, and and it scares the life out of them nearly, uh, you know, and, and it's a situation where I can understand exactly why they feel the need to protest. The flip side of that is when they decide to protest in the way that they do protest, which was demonstrating silent protest in front of the flag. As soon as I see that, when it was when Kaepernick did it and when he did it the first time, I said, no one's going to ever listen to what he has to say now. He did the one thing where nobody can listen. Everybody's going to tune this out no matter what his message is or what he's trying to accomplish. He did the one thing that you almost kind of can't do, which is people when it comes to patriotism and it comes to national anthem it comes to flags and things like that any disrespect towards that or anything that could be deemed disrespectful i'm not taking a stance on that one way or the other will instantly blind a majority of the people they're no longer listening although it's a constitutional right absolutely and you know what what he did though too and any of this is it's bringing awareness. Right. And that's what I always think of, the why. It's, I don't care what you're protesting, you're now bringing awareness. And now me, who maybe wasn't attuned to what was going on in sure. football or someone for whatever reason, now it's being you know filmed, it's all over the place. Sure. Now, I mean, I'm into sports. People that are not into sports now are tuning in going, what's going on with that whole NFL thing? Like what? And now... Their platform is is out there. It's out there, and it's out there. We agree or not, if they're role models or this or that, it... it's really out there. And you know, the president's reaction was, "I'm not okay with that at all." Uh, you know, it was, it, and it took a tact, and it and it and it made things worse. It was, you know, it was divisive. It was insightful, and it just, you know, it, it gets into a, whether you believe in, in in it or not. Like I said. It's going to blind the issue here. You know, if somebody is that's not you really believes something so strongly enough that they're willing to do something or do something like that to bring it to your attention, there's a good chance that it deserves some sort of attention. 
So when we try seek that attention or bring awareness, when we seek that awareness or whatever that we're we're trying to do, and we do it in a way where my message is now impossible to ever be, you know, it's impossible that it's ever heard again. And you've got, you've got people so pissed off that they are, are blind to what you're actually doing. So much so that the president of the United States of America is calling them sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which look, look, you know, let's, if you feel that way, that's okay. I, I love you and I respect you. Um, but you know, I, I you know, it's it's not anything that I would want from a leader of anything. I wouldn't do that in my household. I'm the leader of the free world in my house. All right. In my household, I am the leader of the free world. All right. And sometimes I need to be a little bit more diplomatic than that. Um, Your you wife's know, like super happy about that. <laughs> it's a partnership, but you know. Um, Dog house is going to be a little yeah, okay. comfy tonight. <laughs> Uh, you know, but if you, if you think about it, like uh, there's some things that take a little bit more finesse than that. And, and he did it at a setting. There was a political rally, you know, and, and he's got a megaphone like a pro wrestler at times. And he's, you know, he's insightful and he knows exactly what he's doing. He's one of the most persuasive people in in, in the world uh, ever. And he's the reason why he was elected president. He's incredibly persuasive for better or worse. Uh, and, you know, so when we look at, that and we kind of see those things you know is it a role model for my kids do i want my kids to speak up for when things are wrong do i want them to speak up when things are uh you know they have a, a, a reason to and when they really feel and they and they they um you know they have a passion for something and they say they feel like that there's something that should be spoken up for absolutely absolutely i want them to do that yes but it's the way they do it, I guess. I, and I, I want it to yeah. be done in a way that that's not, you know. Uh, Lifting your leg after a touchdown. I think to come back to this full circle. I, I agree. Is, you know, and I there's agree. a there's a message. And I guess for us, if we're going to, you know, bring this discussion back full circle is, you know, are athletes today good role models? I think it's, you know, it's the way you're going to look at it. Um, and you definitely need to to look at that whole person, look at them as an athlete. Maybe they're great on the field or on the court, but you know, do you want someone wearing your OJ Simpson Jersey? I mean, that's, that's, I think what it, what it comes down to and what Brian was saying about, you know, what the NFL is doing and the president and everything right now, just take a look at what's going on. Really educate yourself, um, educate who you're looking up to, who that role model is. And, you know, and then make your choice. And, and, and like, I can't stress it enough. And, Empathy. I mean, just try. You don't have to agree with anybody. I don't agree with a lot of this stuff. But you, the best, the most growth is going to come out of being considerate of all sides. And, and just try and have an understanding for everything, um, you know, in, in, in work and in, in, you know, we're all different. You know, the more that we can get uh in tune with that and and just you know celebrate our differences i i think that 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 would be a little bit better off it's it's hard doing these podcasts sometimes because i have a lot in my head that has to come out and hit this mic and you know it's it's hard to articulate these things some way uh you know and you know i probably didn't get everything that i hope to say out as smoothly as i wanted to so uh, I love you guys no matter what. So, <laughs> you know, um, and if you want to have a conversation about it, hit me up. We could do that. And let us know. Let us know what you want us to go back to and, and deal with. And, hey, we invite you down here. Get on down. Get on down to the mics. It's going to be awesome. All right. You ready to play really fast? Yeah. Please just take Let's me just off this, this Let's thing. Let's do it. All right. Ready? Politics so today, are scary. Well, it was related to our role models, and we really need to, okay, you know, good. you need to get that off your chest. Good. Now that now the Brian's feeling a little good, a little better with the world. All right. So today, WTF, WTF, only three questions. We'll, we'll make it quick today. Cause good. it's WTF. It's Friday. We're going to be back doing some podcasting tomorrow. Actually. Um, I have a little special event. So we'll tell you about that, but, um, we're going to play what the famous. Oh, I like it. So what the famous, so we are talking about should athlete, you know, famous athletes be role models. So, um, very quickly, uh, what the famous, I want to know, um, Who's the most famous athlete you could think of? Most famous and why? Why do you think they're the most famous? Ever or now? Ever. Muhammad Ali. Why? 
Um, because he was the heavyweight champion of the world when that meant something at a time. And he was another, again, geez, I went to the one guy who, uh, you know, political activist and, and he, you know, he was, uh, he was very captivating. He was, he was, an, uh, he was a character more than, um, more than, uh, you know, than anything. I think that maybe second to that would be Jordan, Michael okay. Jordan. All right. Fair enough. Who is the least famous athlete out there so someone who has really performed and done amazing things but they're not really aside from yourself but not really recognized in the world like a world platform like a Muhammad Ali um uh, uh, Wilson Kipsang yeah who's Why? like because uh, he ran a 203 marathon in Berlin and actually that's not even the guy uh, any of those guys any of the guys uh, Daniel Cometo um, Sammy Wanjuri any of the great marathoners out there, tremendous athletes, uh, maybe other places in the world are very well known. Here in the United States, they are not even known at all. Maybe, you know, they're, they're Kenyans. I'll even put Ryan Hall up there, who's the fastest mar American marathoner ever. If I went up and did a people on the street and said, hey, who's Ryan Hall? They would probably guess. Are they making bank? Uh, the yeah, the elites are making like a lot of money, like a Nike sponsored athlete. Like they're making good money, but they're just not athlete. like known they, um, to the general public. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them. It's funny because um, uh, they make a lot of money, but they also live in Kenya, so their money will take them a lot further. Um, they build like condos and things for like entire towns, and they they buy farms and they do uh, lots of things. Um, the one thing, uh, Sammy Wanjiru uh, one one mm -hmm. was the uh, Kenyan Olympic uh, marathon champion, and uh, he won the gold in, um, uh, so let's see, we're going back 12 years ago now. And he, uh, he, he was notorious for um, having people rip him off because he had a lot of money and he let his brothers and sisters and stuff be in charge of it. And, yeah, he was uh, he ended up dying very young so uh kind of crazy story but that's uh yeah so you asked me who who the most famous is yeah even even locally um you know there's a girl from around here who neptune uh aja wilson who was in the olympics uh this you know th this year and she uh and she's world class very talented um she should be on the cover of the local newspaper almost every day she's about as famous as they come uh or she should be as famous as they come and she's just not so Kind of crazy. All right, one last question. Go. One last. Who is famous? Famous athlete who should not be famous. Famous, famous who should athlete. not be like. What comes to mind? Who's this? Is a really famous athlete. They should not be famous, whether it be talent or it was a I fluke or anything. Well, think about this. Who should not be famous? So they're famous. People maybe put posters up of them and glorify them but so if this was tv yeah. it would be like the you know reality like television the reality stars. television star so are there any kind of famous athletes that are like, oh this is a like hard reality one. nothing's like really, athlete stars nothing's like really he's gonna text me later and be like, sticking out to me right now um anyone that like just i mean I'm, I, the things that are coming to mind are like like uh, draft pick busts and like people that were drafted very like a Jamarcus Russell, who was number one football yeah. pick, you know, and he never and panned then, out. It was just like a total bust. Right. But then there are some other players where, um, yeah, I, I know I, I'm going to come up with a good one as yeah. soon as we turn this damn thing mm -hmm. off. That's why this is so good. Because yeah. Last week we did what the film and I went home and I was like, National Lampoons. <laughs> oh, all of right. them. Jaws. Because he asked me what you right. know my go to films were. And yeah. I'm like, course like i'm like don't burp bar on the mic right. and then you know that's why we like i, to stump I, I just thought other. of another one but it's not even fair because he was a very good player it was tony romo mm. like tony romo was a tremendous quarterback you know he's like a really good quarterback that just about any team like there's only there's like 20 teams that would take him right now out yeah. of the out of the booth um hmm well, what about I know this was a tough one yeah. you can get back to me is there anyone you just are like they're famous and they just should not be their fame should be stripped from them because they annoy you that's the reality stars yeah I mean I, there's people that are famous for things that I don't even know like what they're famous for mm -hmm. like what are they they're just famous for being famous uh, I take that that's fine yeah working on yeah, that. yeah no 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 exactly I mean there's 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 like what's the talent right. what's the why yeah 
<laughs> you know, and uh, you know, just um, I, I, I hate to even <laughs> slam anybody, but you know, it rhymes with uh, Hardashian. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> no uh, idea. Yeah, yeah. The whole scene over there is wacky. Um, I mean, even musicians that people say, you know, like a Kanye West, or again, I guess he's a Kardashian too, but like, you know, like you guys got some, t- he's, you know, he sells albums at least, you know, he's actually very talented. He's very talented. Yeah. But he just does it Yeezy? in a different way, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got shoes. He's got all sorts oh of stuff. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Getting back, you know, at some of the other athletes that are really, that are, that, that should be more famous are, are some of the, um, are the fighters. The Knicks martial arts guy, even boxers. Oh, uh, they are no joke. They no are, joke. They work their tails off. They make they make a little bit of money. They get their faces punched in for a living, and you know it's kind of one of those things. Unless they kind of have a gimmick or a push or like you know like a Conor McGregor Irish accent that they can you know as a mouthy dude. You know they're not all mouthy dudes. Some of them just fight. You know another local guy, Frank Yeager. Guy just fights. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and and he you know he he should he. Whether or not he's famous, he should make millions of dollars. That's for sure. We'll bring sure. him on. We'll bring him on the podcast. Let's get it. Let's do it. We'll get it. We'll call him up. All right. I love it. All right. You ready? How do we do, Christine? I think we did. We Oh, with the time? Oh, we're totally, totally off. off. Totally off. It's your it's fault. Fine. It's your fault. Whatever. You got a big rant, so we oh, got a lot of work to do. Did I ever? We got a lot of work to do, and we got a lot of fun more or a lot more fun podcast coming up for you. And we'll announce that soon. We're going to be um, bringing some people on some guests in the, uh, in the next podcast that we release. I think we're going to figure out how to like place the podcast together or yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. It's going to be insane. Cause we're, we're going to be on location tomorrow, tomorrow health fair. Oh, holla. Yes. I love it. So I can't wait to, uh, to get some people an interview and see what they have to say. We're really going to, we really got to mess with them because that's who we are today. We were very serious. We're not. We're not always as serious. Yeah. Yeah. Serious times. Yeah. Serious times. Called for serious, serious times. Measures, you know. But needless to say, um, my name is Christine Conti, and I'm Brian Prendergast, and we are two fit crazies and a microphone. We got it this week. We're where it's at. <laughs> Talk to you later. Thanks.